Welcome, War Eagle Roll Tide. Have some very special guests going to call in here any minute. Uh, Josh Sneed and Robert Clay, co-creators of SEC Shorts. They stream on Facebook, parodies uh, with the SEC teams. Not sure if you've seen their work. If you have, I hope you've enjoyed as much as Tony and I have. And we're certainly looking forward to uh, spending some time with them here in the next couple of minutes. I'm really excited about getting to talk to those guys and find out how they come up with the ideas that they come up with. <laughs> Because it is just spot on. You think they're in my mind. They're genius. Oh, they're, they're, it's incredible. SEC Shorts. Uh, look them up on Facebook if you haven't. If you're not a, familiar with their work, they are really good. Going to be calling in here to the show any minute. Look forward to catching up with them. Appreciate all of you being patient with us. Um, this is kind of a work in progress here in the early going. Internet issues abound in our area. Our executive producer, Ken James, uh, you can't imagine the work he does behind the scenes to make it happen if it was left to you and I. It would be a no-go. It'd be strings and tin cans. <laughs> Going back, just kind of waiting on our phone call from once again from, from Josh and Robert. But to recap last week, had a great time last, uh, last week with, with Updike calling in. So had a good response in terms of uh, watching the video, comments, whatnot. We appreciate all the support. For those of you watching tonight, if you would like and share the video, tag some friends. Uh, the interaction, the more interaction, the better. We're able to monitor comments on the uh, Boss Land Productions Facebook page. Last. So if uh, if you're wanting to interact or ask questions of the guys here in just a few minutes, when they call in, comments on the Boss Man Productions Facebook page. We'll be sure to get to as many of those as possible. Week zero in the book last week, Florida and Miami, of course, the marquee game. I Ugh. guess that's football. Ugh. Man, Why tough. Sloppy. Phone call coming in. Hey, how are you doing? We got Josh and Robert with us. You, you got the you got the two. Oh, Man, that one. is awesome. Thanks, thanks guys so much for calling in tonight. This is War Eagle Roll Tide. This is a weekly podcast. We come on each uh, each Thursday night at 7-ish. Tonight, a little more on the ish side. Had some uh, internet <laughs> issues, but certainly glad to have y'all on. And just to, to, to set the table just a little bit, last week was our pilot program. And we wanted to come on with a big hitter, so we flipped a coin between you guys and Updike. <laughs> and it came up tail, so we had Updike on last week and SEC shorts on tonight. But thank you so much for being a part of it with us here tonight. So you guys are sloppy You know, seconds. like I killed my house for that last week. <laughs> we have several things we'd like to get into. And first of all, you guys are geniuses, co-creators of SEC Shorts. 
I share everyone that comes up that I see. I think Tony does the same. A lot of people down in our listening and viewing area are big fans of you guys. We want to know how it came about, how y'all came up with it, how long was it a work in progress, how long did it take for you guys to get your ideas to the media? Well, first off, we are geniuses. Thank you for bringing us. It's so hard to, like, you know, a lot of people throw the word genius around. So to hear it used properly really, really means something to me. Yeah. So, okay, so basically, we got, uh, we got our start when the SEC Network launched and Paul Feinbaum's show was they were asking for people to send in video rants. You know, they, they're, they're famous for their crazy callers, but they wanted people to send in videos. And so we were like, Hey, we should send in like a little sketch or something. So that's kind of how we got our start. We started doing it weekly and they got a good reaction and then started putting them online. And, and then it just kind of took off from there. What do you, I mean, you guys have to have so, some writing background or, or acting background or, or there has to be something there other than just two good guys doing skits, right? Well, I'm classically trained uh, from Juilliard. Method actor right here, yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I was in the Jungle Book in fourth grade. That's about the, uh, I can already tell we're going to have to get them in studio. You know, and we could have a good, good time. They are essentially us, except they're younger, better looking, and more talented. And we, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but other exactly. than that, guys, other than that, we are simpatico, guys. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, you know, I, 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 I was trying to think about which one of the shorts that I like best. And of course, the ones that are most recent are the ones that stay most fresh on your mind. But Arkansas asking their mom <laughs> if they can play football was incredible. I mean, just absolutely incredible. I've watched that one about fifteen times myself. That, but how do you how do you decide though? Because here's the one. Here's what sticks with me, guys. And and, and y'all y'all do the Big Ten. I think I've done two of the Big Ten hijacks the SEC network or, or whatever whatever the premise is. And y'all had a had a line in there. And this lines y'all's lines kill me. They're so clever. And you and it was something to the fact of when you win a national championship T-shirt, it lasts a lifetime. <laughs> when you win a national championship, the T-shirts last a lifetime. That's so obscure and so accurate, but that's what makes it so hilarious. Y'all, you, you guys are, yeah. we are tuned into y'all's kind of comedy, and we absolutely love it. I can't get enough of it. Well, you, you can't get Josh talking in his uh, Midwestern accent because he talks in it for like four days. So we, we try not to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so he, he's like r- uh, most really crazy actors. He kind of gets stuck in character for days and it takes him a while to get out of it. Like uh, like the guy did that made the man in the oh, moon, the, the comedian, uh, Jim Carrey. You know, he made man in the moon. They said the whole time he was making it, he was stuck in character. So Josh gets stuck in character is what you're saying. <laughs> well, one of the things that intrigues me about it, guys, is is how y'all you're able to ca- capture the essence of a season or capture the essence of a fan base feeling with some of these things uh, that y'all y'all do. I mean, like like the ferry and and the comments y'all have y'all come to the ferry is just they're they're so subtle and they're so easily delivered, which again it makes it hilarious do y'all sit down and write this stuff out do y'all or do y'all just like have that natural ability where you've kind of got the the pulse on the fan or the pulse on the season or 
How do y'all do that? We definitely uh, write out the scripts. It's, uh, we'll, we'll write scripts out. We'll try to brainstorm some jokes. And then, like, on set, you know, we'll, Josh, you know, we'll kind of add some ad libs and stuff, kind of put it more in his voice. But, yeah, you, we kind of, like, try to watch the games and kind of keep, keep an eye on, like, the general, the general, like, gist of how each team is doing. And then we're, with Arkansas, you know, they're hot garbage. So it was pretty easy <laughs> to say, well, they're going to be terrible. Do y'all, are, are you two the only writers, or do y'all take uh, input from other cast members, or how is that set up creatively? No, we, uh, yeah, we, we, we do all the writing, and we uh, come up with all the ideas together. Um, we can't afford writers or help, or uh, it, it, that doesn't stop people from pitching us ideas out in public. Uh, none of those are ever any good, so we haven't done <laughs> any of those. But, um, <laughs> I, everybody wants to know this. Do y'all have an allegiance to a particular team? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, so I went to Auburn. Uh, so I'm a big Auburn guy. And Josh went to Montevallo. So naturally, he cheers for Alabama if he didn't go there. So uh, we have a big Alabama fan. Big That's kind of how we got started. We were just making Auburn, Alabama one. Like, and then finally, we kind of realized we could probably like branch out and do the rest of the SEC. Robert, I don't want this to creep you out any, but I want to be your best friend. <laughs> you should, you should feel, feel very creeped out, Robert. Oh my God. I have no friends. Too good. Now, my, another one of my favorites, and uh, it was for, for obvious reasons. I love seeing Alabama laid in the bed after the Clemson game. Uh, I, I got a big kick out of that. If you ever need a stunt double, I've got the perfect guy for you. If y'all want to get a little more physical with some of your acting where, where injury and or near death is a real possibility, I got a guy I can send you. And we can we can stand him in, and, and he'd, he'd be perfect for it. Well, no, it's not Harvey, but he does claim that I look a lot like him. And our producer loves to have fun with um, – uh, uh, Photoshop, and so there is some resemblance to me and Harvey Updike, and they did a Photoshop so well one time, guys, for a whole year. My mom thought that Harvey Updike was me, and and it it, it they they got a lot of mileage out of that. So uh, it's 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 your own mother. <laughs> I'm saying these guys. These guys are eerily similar physically. Uh, facially, uh, I have a real problem with the fact that neither one of them have been seen, been seen in the same place at the same time. I'm not positive that we'd have mistaken identity up there. I'm really not. <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're counting guys looking for the tree money from you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, one of the revelations we had last week from Harvey is he has a piece of that tree that he killed, which I found very Jeffrey Dahmer like. All serial killers keep from their victims. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all have an extra two hours to spare this week, go back and watch our interview with him. It ran a little long, but there were some things that he said that was pretty funny, but would also sh- you know shock the socks off of you. What is the relationship with the other people that show up in y'all's shorts? Are they just friends? Are they co-workers in another setting? Or, or how do you come across those folks? Uh, let me put it more bluntly, guys. How do we get in one of these things? <laughs> <laughs> where, where do you guys live? 
<laughs> yeah. Where do, well, I, um, we're Where both from, we're both from Bruton originally, but I I live around uh, the Montgomery area, but work around the Tuscaloosa area. But we can well, be in, the we the can be Bruton anywhere. Is. We we can drive anywhere. You tell us where to be, when to be, and what time, and we'll be there. You can certainly uh, put that on the maybe list, you know. Uh, I mean, a lot of people could say that I look a lot like Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I mean, if you're just, if you're if you're sitting there brainstorming and thinking about shorts or whatnot, I, I don't know anybody that says you look like Baker Mayfield. You look more like a Baker's dozen as opposed to Baker's uh, Mayfield. Think Cole Kublick. I look a little more like Cole Kublick. Yeah. Oh man. No, 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 no. Think mini me. He looks more like mini me. But yeah, I mean, we we couldn't be we'll an extra. Twenty bucks. We'll do it for free. We probably wind up paying. We'll probably wind up paying you guys to be in it. That's that's how much we enjoy these things. I mean, you always need an extra. Yeah, we have friends It's always fun to to hear people get a kick out of them and watch them. That's kind of why we do it. It's always like nice to hear the feedback because. You know, do it for the money. Craig Josh does it for the money, but, you know, <laughs> try to do it for the money. Now, who wrote the songs for the uh, Disu Quartet or the Smackdown Quartet or, or whatever it was? Who wrote the lyrics to those? Robert did. See, okay. Uh, yeah, we go back to the Obviously, that was a big part of my musical background. Uh, yeah, so we, we, I wrote a few of them, and then Josh wrote uh, uh, one of them, and then... The actual, the singers came up with an idea for the, uh, I don't know if you remember that you'll be home for Christmas. That was their idea. Yeah. So it was a nice collaborative uh, piece. That, that was really cool because I, I'm more of the lyrical side of this. And for, for years, way before we had this uh, onslaught of media and, and, and one touch connection, we would do it. Passing notes in the hall, DJ and I, him, him, Auburn, me, Alabama, or, and then it, then it, then when the email age came, it was emailing, and now we literally have a string of text with some mixed friends, Alabama and Auburn friends, um, that gets started up every football season. That is how many years old? How many years old is that string of text? Uh, See, so you guys started it in two thousand nine. So I guess it's oh my God. ten years. Yeah, yeah. And I so, have I have woken up one morning to one hundred and seventy six. And so, and so what you guys are putting out there for the mass to consume, we've kind of been doing a little of that, a little more blue than what you guys do. Uh, we, we, are more of the, the late Vegas version, uh, you know, privately, but we've been doing it and that's why we connect with you guys so much yeah. and get a kick out yeah. of it. Hey, hold on a second, guys. We're going to queue up some of your clips and show on our, sh- on show on our show. If that's okay with y'all. Yeah, do it. Yeah. All right, Ken. So he's just been laying there? SEC shorts. These Robert Clay, Josh Sneed. These are great. How long is he going to be like that? Hopefully we can have him eating solid foods by A-Day and PT by fall practice. So what you're saying is that he can hear and comprehend me, but with his jaw wired shut, he's lost the ability to retort? That's right. That's why it's important for him to have friends like you now more than ever. Okay, John's going to have a brief opening statement, and then we'll open it up to questions. Just to start it off, does anyone here play linebacker? Anyone at all? High school's fine. Any experience? 51 weeks out of the year, they're best friends. But during Iron Bowl week, they're bitter enemies. That's right. It's going to be real interesting this week. See what happens. Thompson here getting his morning coffee. We have Josh entering the room. Looks like we could have a situation developing here. 
Yeah, it looks like Thompson's definitely scoped him out, and, and oh, oh my... Oh no, he's pouring out the remainder of the coffee. Wow, that... He's walking off and leaving him with no coffee. He's going to have to brew his own. What do you think about that? There was enough for two cups in there, I think, for sure. And oh, clearly. I, yeah, this is, this is a low shot here. All right, Tua, let's do a look at that knee. Yeah. You've got some swelling here. Doctor, you want to come take a look at this? Yes, of course. We're going to have to amputate. Wait, what? And if we act quickly, we might be able to save the leg above the knee. I concur. But we we could just ice it. Time is critical. Spots the iron like is coming up, and I've already got this saw. Doctor, maybe we maybe we could just get him back to the locker room. Yes, I concur on the amputation diagnosis. <laughs> You're gonna want to bite down on this. Do you know where our regular team doctor is? No. No idea. <laughs> So he's just been laying there? There's not much. <laughs> I concur. That's too good. I concur. That had to have come from spies like us. Did it not? Uh, that came from, what was that movie? Catch, with, me, uh, catch me if you can. That was absolutely what that was from. Yeah, that was. Nobody really got that joke. So no, I, I did. Oh, I, oh, I, I get it. He, well, see, and, and we're so different wavelengths. He thought it was spies like us. I thought it was catch me if you can. So it was used in both of them. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Adam and I were talking about that beforehand. Yeah. We put the doctor, doctor part in there for, for spies like us. It's too good. I'm telling you, man. Just too good. I'm, I just, how old do you guys try to get out one a week or, or what is the schedule? So we, uh, we'll put out one a week on our social media pages, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, during the season. And then we'll do one video for the SEC network, which runs on SEC nation Saturday morning. So we'll do two a week. And then that pretty much keeps us pretty busy during the season. Well, that was my next question. You know, the, the, the shorts that you see on social media are usually what, five to eight minutes, whatever they are. How long does it take to get that together from a production standpoint and get it to a finished product? Yeah, so we watch all the games on Saturday and then we meet early Sunday and start kicking around ideas. Uh, we usually try to settle on, on one as early as possible. And then we've got like 12 to 15 hours to write a script, uh, find a location, find actors, uh, make props, uh, shoot it. And then Robert goes back to his apartment at like midnight and then edits it till 3 a.m. and then it's posted by Monday morning. Wow. Well, let me throw this out there. I'm going to the Auburn Oregon game this Saturday and I do have a foam finger. So if you need me Monday, I can be anywhere you need me to be. Just saying. Is the uh, foam finger assistant charge or is that a, uh, that's just kind of a, a package deal? <laughs> uh, it's a package deal. The foam finger has more talent. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, give, give out give out your all your addresses so so the four or five people that are watching us tonight will know how to get in touch with you guys and and, and download these shorts or view yeah. them. Yeah, so you can watch them on uh, SEC Shorts on Facebook. You can just type that in the search bar and it'll pop up. So our page will uh, will have the videos there. You can. If you're uh, more of the Instagram crowd, same deal. Just search for SEC Shorts. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. Same deal. Just search SEC Shorts, and you can 
find them one way or the other. If you want to watch the SEC Network ones, those are a little tougher because their internal website player that they put those in is absolutely terrible. So we're trying to work on that. But um, right now, yeah, that's probably the best way to do it. That's awesome. I'll tell you what, we really appreciate y'all calling in and giving us some time tonight. I know that our audience has enjoyed hearing from you. Uh, we might reach out to y'all a little bit later in the year, if that's okay, and see if we can get a follow-up visit and see how things are going. And, of course, in the meantime, we look forward to watching all the shorts on Monday. Well, thanks. Yeah, we appreciate it. We're, yeah, we're happy to talk to you guys anytime. Thanks a lot. Josh Sneed, Robert Clay, SEC Shorts. How much fun was that? Take care, guys. I don't need much makeup either, by the way. War Eagle. Roll Tide. Uh, All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. Man. Those guys are something. <laughs> they figured it out. I mean, they, they really, they were smarter than us. Well, I mean, I mean, and they're more talented than us, as you pointed out. Yeah. But I mean, that's cool. Fifteen hours of writing. Dude, that, I think I think the first writing session, you and I would be like, let's just go to McDonald's. <laughs> well, you yeah, seen this how is not I, worth well, it. You seen how I write? Sanskrit. What you called it? Sanskrit. Yeah, yeah. Well, mine's not much better, but no, that's uh, those those guys are hilarious. They're good. They're very good. Josh Need, Robert Clay, SEC Shorts. Type that in on your search bar there on Facebook. Watch their stuff. You, it's addicting. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> five to seven minutes of just good humor. And they have, they have multiple. I don't know how many they have out now. Over a dozen, I would think. Oh yeah. Out. So you know. Yeah. So go, yeah. go, uh, go see that. And it's interesting. And when he started talking about how he got the start, it rung the bell with me, and I kind of remembered that it, it was launched off Fine Bomb, but I couldn't remember it until he said that. So I wasn't aware of that. I, I yeah. didn't know that. I remember I used to listen to Fine Bomb a lot. But anyway, and I can remember when he was doing that. Let's talk about some of the storylines heading into the first full week of the college football season. Those of us in the Deep South, of course, treat it like a holiday. We were eagerly anticipating this weekend, you know, nine months out of the year. And, of course, uh, starting the night, I guess, of course, we had Miami and Florida last week. It was kind of a football game, but not really. And, of course, Clemson uh, in, in action or not against Georgia Tech and a couple of other games. I think UCLA is playing Cincinnati as well. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this weekend, everybody kind of gets cranked up. But let's look at some of the storylines for some of the teams of interest if we can. Let's start with Auburn and Oregon in Dallas, Texas. Bo Nix named the starting quarterback. Uh, he did battle there with Joey Gatewood through spring training, through the offseason, uh, into the preseason camp. And young Bo, true freshman, is going to get the opening nod. What do you think? He's going to have a big task ahead of him. Um, it's They're going to run some multiple sets on defense. They're going to come out and do some things to really try to confuse him, really try to – get in his head, keep his head on a swivel. And if they do that, they're going to have some success. And this, you know, bar none, this is the biggest game of the weekend. This will be the biggest game of the weekend, obviously, without saying. And and it's going to be big for both teams, but I think it's going to be bigger for Oregon. And the reason why is Auburn's strength of schedule. There's only one team that can afford to drop this game, and that would be Auburn. They would still have a chance to come back and get in it. I think, and I, I agree with that. I mean, if, if when, when you're playing a team that has to win the game, Oregon, I mean, it's hard to imagine week one being a must win, but if they lose this game, they fall back and their schedule, like you just mentioned, does not allow them with the marquee games to get back in the race, so to speak. If Auburn loses the game, and I'm not saying they would, but if Auburn lost the game and won the rest of them, you know where they'd be? In the playoff. They're going to be in the playoff. Because they, of the schedule. They have a very visible yeah. path. If they lose this game, yeah. 
they have a very visible path to winding back up in the playoffs. I mean, because we get the opportunity to go to Texas A&M, to go yeah. to Baton Rouge. We get to play Alabama. We get to play Georgia. So there's going to be opportunities to get back in the mix. Oregon doesn't have that. No. no. And I'm not, I'm not going out there, you know, conceding the game by any stretch of imagination, but Oregon, with a, an experienced team, you're going to get their best punch Saturday. One of the things that I think bodes well for, for Bo Nix going into that game Saturday is I do think Auburn is really good around him. I think the defense is going to give him a chance. I think the special teams are going to be solid. He's got five redshirt senior offensive linemen. I mean, surely, the, the, surely they can block a little bit. You haven't had a, had a whole lot of people talk about Auburn's receiving core. They have a really good receiving core, and they have blinding speed. Yeah. Blinding speed. Yeah. And this will shake out, in my opinion, if everybody stays healthy, to be the best defensive line in Auburn history and probably one of the best defensive lines in SEC history. You could have three defensive linemen off of Auburn's team this year get taken in the first – 25 or 30 picks in the NFL draft like next year, depending on need. It looks good on paper. I'll, I'll agree with you. But it, it, but you got to really get out good. there and perform. So, you got to play. I'm going to the game. Now, Oregon, it's going to be a great game. Yeah. Oregon's not, they're not slouches coming in. Yeah. Oh, okay. no, no, no. They, they have a quarterback that, that some people said if he would have come out last year, would have been the number one overall pick. They have a jam up offensive line, which I think their only hole is going to be center. And, and sometimes I ask. Uh, or disguise, uh, you'd have to do a lot of slide protect, and then if you blitz him just right, then you're gonna you're gonna eat that quarterback up. And they have two two running backs on the Doak Walker preseason watch list. And so, of course, Auburn has the Heisman candidate Booby Whitlow. In some some opinions, <laughs> they do. But they, uh, I'm looking forward to going out there. I'm looking uh, forward to seeing the stadium. I certainly going out to watch the game. I've heard so much about Jerry Jones Stadium at AT and T Stadium. Looking forward to making that short eleven hour drive, getting out there, <laughs> partaking in it. Stokes and I are, you know, we're going to start our victory tour 2019. Yeah. If we win that one, we're going to go to the next one. We're going to go until we lose all of them. Uh, you may be going a while. You may be going a while. <laughs> it may be over after Saturday, but who knows? If if if, if you know, Bo holds all the records in high school. And you're right. They got surrounding cast around him, and and I'm going to say he's the weak link, weak link of that team right now. But that's fair. I, I don't think he's very weak. That's fair. That, I think that's, he's going to be fair to say. I'm looking forward to watching him play. <clears throat> I'm also looking forward to if Gatewood has a package for him. You know, we we've talked about. I said we talked a little bit last week. This transfer portal has become a thing now. Yeah. You know, if it doesn't shake out in your favor, so to speak, you have a decision to make. Everybody can play in four games. With no penalty. If you play him more than four, you forfeit a redshirt year. So Gatewood has been redshirted, but he could play up until four games. He could get in that transfer portal and be eligible somewhere else next year. I'm not saying he should do that. I don't want him to do that. But he being a redshirt freshman, Bo Nix being a true freshman, I dare say that either one of them would sit by and watch the other one play for three years. It would be a tough thing to do, especially if other schools, you know, have interest well, sure. in sure. But but I would imagine, and I'm gonna throw this. I think there'll be a package for him. You would think there would have to be something. I mean, no, what do you I, think his best skills as a quarterback would be? Putting that ball under his arm and running over people. So he's six five, two hundred and forty five pounds, and uh, he's a load coming up through there. I mean, I, I think there's a, so I think there's a need for him. I short, really do. Short yardage, goal line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I think there's going to be a package for him that, that's going to be worked in. And I think as the season goes, if he falls comfortably into that, 
Auburn could have a for for years to come have a really good dual quarterback tandem, which you know if, if Joey was smart, um, he would stay there and learn under it and not take all those bumps and bruises because if he's NFL NFL caliber, he's gonna he's gonna make it there. Let's look at some other games of interest, and we'll, we'll transition shoot. to a tight end. We'll go to the. Uh, Alabama Duke game, and I think that the headline there has to be prior to kickoff injuries. My gosh, I mean Alabama's been decimated with injuries at a particular position. Middle linebacker, uh, to 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 speak bluntly, I mean they, they lost Dylan Moses, who was your preseason yeah. All SEC Defensive gosh. Player of the Year, was probably uh you know one of the two or three that had a real chance to win that preseason All American. He's going to be a, a high draft choice towards ACL. Uh, you hate to hear that. Um, you, you certainly hope that he has a su- successful surgery and rehab and he comes back better than ever, but that's a big, big blow to the Alabama defense. That's that's going to be a big loss because you've got freshmen sitting there behind him with no experience. Granted, they lost the McMillan kid too. Didn't, weren't they the two at the top of the depth chart and lost both of them? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, and and replaced so, two seniors with two freshmen. With no experience. Yeah. And uh, it, that's that's hard because – in that defense, and in most defenses, your Mike linebacker is the quarterback of your defense. And so uh, them getting to a ball and making plays is not going to be a problem, I think. Physically, they can do that. It's going to be pre-snap. How good are they pre-snap? And is it going to adversely affect uh, them because of lack of experience there? Well, you know, also, and we said this about Bo Nix, and we can say this about the Lee kid that's going to be one of the linebackers that's going to step in and, and, and take that starting nod. They're going to be real good around him. I mean, he doesn't have to be Superman. Now, granted, that position on Alabama's defense is very, very important. That's the quarterback of the defense, that middle linebacker spot. The guys who have played it in years before, you know, when you talk about McLean and you talk about um, uh, uh, Mac Wilson, Reuben Foster, yeah. um, CJ, uh, yeah. all those guys that have played it, you know, Dylan Moses was the next guy up, and now he's gone. So uh, that void has to be filled. But when he looks around – He's going to be surrounded by a lot of real good football players. Yes, but again, it goes back to the quarterback on the field on defense is is generally located in that position, mm-hmm. and that's that's where it's going to hurt. It's not going to hurt against Duke. It's, it's not going to hurt against New Mexico State. Um, it probably won't even hurt the third game against South Carolina because by then they'll have a little more experience and have have a little game speed in their repertoire. Uh, but down the road, when you get to some of the big heavyweights, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt not having him there, and unless these guys really, really come uh, come full circle in their knowledge of, of reading all these exotic offenses. Some other kind of late breaking news in terms of regards to kickoff: the two top running backs have been suspended for the first half, uh, missing a team function, team meeting, somewhere along those I mean, lines. I, 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 all but, you have to do is get dressed and show up. But you know, here's the thing: like, Alabama's going to win that game. Okay, Alabama, if they get off the bus, they're going to beat Duke. It's just a matter of how bad that beating's going to be. I'm not so sure, and, and I, I have no inside information with what happened, but I wonder if it was minimal in terms of an infraction and Coach Sabins is going to get their attention, going to get the whole team's attention. I mean, when you sit Najee Harris and you sit Michael Robinson, the two – Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson, the, the two thoroughbreds in the backfield. That's your one and two. All of a sudden – I would think that would get everybody's attention. I'm not, you know, and maybe they did miss a team meeting. Maybe they were, I don't know what it was, but I'm just wondering if Coach Saban took this opportunity 
to say, hey, I'm fixing to grab the bull by the horns. I'm going to get their attention, and we're fixing to move this thing forward. I just want well, to. You know, that was a little disappointing that you read that, and that's, that's what had happened, if that's what happened, that they missed a team meeting because everything I've heard Saban say up until then was he really liked the chemistry and makeup of this team. Mm-hmm. And they were self-policing, and, and it, it was different than last year's team. He really was excited about that. And then, boom, three days, two days before the game, you have you know some foolishness like this show, you know, come surface. So, you know, all the guys, they're getting everything handed to them up there. All they have to do is get up, get dressed, and go and be where they're supposed to be. And they're playing. I just, that, I find that incredible that, that two young men can't be somewhere where they need to be when they need to be there that's, i agree with you i just wonder if they were five seconds late five minutes late i still kind of hold on to the idea that coach saban's making a point and getting their attention and that could be that could be and, and do it before the first game so. let's look at a final game that uh i think that those of us in the deep south will have an interest in and it's and it's only because Two conference teams are opening up the season against each other. Georgia and Vanderbilt. Uh, some of us are taking on really strong teams. Some of us are taking on cupcakes. And these two are decided to get in and try to get a win in the in the conference column mm-hmm. out of the shoot. Um, Georgia's going to beat Vanderbilt. My cupcakes? Are you referring to? I'm just saying. I mean, you got a schedule in front of you. You look at it. Um, yeah, Georgia Vandy. Vandy's going to be a cupcake with Georgia. Speaking of, while we're here and while we're at this point, you and I had talked about, you know, each week we're not condoning, we're not promoting gambling in any stretch of the imagination. But there are services out there that predict there are. and are willing to take wagers on how bad a team might beat a particular a particular team. Yeah, just and it's just for fun, and it's just prognostication. Fun. Just, for, just for fun. And you and I decided that we would take those numbers and make a pick each week. Yet one more thing that I get to beat you in. The 109, I would have beat you if you wouldn't yeah. have me arrested. The what rib, else? The Ribbo 9. I beat you in the Ribbo 9. Larry yeah. Mur- you had Larry yeah. Murphy in your pocket. Yeah. yeah. Which is a sponsor of ours, by the way, right? All right, so a game that I'm going to pick this week. And I wanted to pick the Auburn-Oregon game, but I'm not. I'm going to stay away from it. I picked the Vanderbilt-Georgia game. Some people think that Georgia's going to win by 21 and a half points. Wake me up at halftime. It's going to be a snoozer. I'm going to take it's going to be a snoozer. the dogs. I'm going to lay the points. Blue Horseshoe loves Georgia. Watch this game because you're probably looking at the Heisman finalist at quarterback. The other Heisman well, finalist, finalist, I think, is playing right now. You know, here, here's what you miss, and this is this is really this 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 is perfect. You just set me up perfect. This describes really your life. Yeah, what's that? I, the Heisman finalist is going to be in the game, but it's the running back Swift. He's going to go for two hundred and fifty yards. And four touchdowns running behind the best offensive line in the country. Georgia has the best offensive line in the country. They have nobody established at wide out. You, you, you kind of. They're going to give it to Swift. You, Swift's going to be in New York. Mark it down. I'm going to tell him I'll write it down. I'm not saying he ain't going to be Swift there. Swift is going to be in New York. Y'all, y'all write this down out there. Okay. Got it. You kind of dispelled 
that last week with what you said last week, though, because you said it was an off year running backs. I did. He's the cream of the I crop. Did. No, but doubt. there's no doubt. Him, Booby Whitlow. But there's one ball. And are you going? Are you going? Are you going to take? You mean to tell me? If you're Kirby Smart, you're not going to throw that ball down the field. Who's he going to throw you, it to? You're going to hand it. You're going to hand it off enough times to him to be able to garner enough enough rushing yes. stats. The best offensive line in the country. Not a close second. I'll shave my head just like yours if he wins the Heisman Trophy. Or you gonna just pull the toupee off? <laughs> It's real, pal. Um, you won't find me. See, hanging, you, you, won't, you won't find me hanging in back in a meat locker, truck or whatever. Was it Maury? Maury. Okay, Maurice. Maurice. Um, so, so you took. I you, took Georgia. I laid the twenty-one and a half, and I'm taking the Georgia Bulldogs. Okay. Let me ask you this. I want to get your not spread. I'm just talking about straight up. Yep. You're going to this game. I am. You're going to be out in Dallas, Texas. Victory Tour 2019. So is that your pick? You're picking Auburn over Oregon. I, not, not the spread. I, no, straight no, up. No, straight up. I'll answer. Okay. And I'm going to give you my gut. I'm going to give you my what I really think is going to happen. With a caveat. If Bo Nix plays decent. No, 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 no. Auburn no, Gen- no attorney Jennings. Yeah. I won't. I, Auburn, okay, okay, okay. I won't. I, you've, you've, you've bullied me into it. Who's, who is going to win the game? is going to win by two scores. Is that two field goals? Field goal I would, say, du- or, I would or say they will win, they win by du- double-digit points. Double-digit points. Auburn okay. win by double-digit points. That's pretty bold. Yeah. Pretty bold. Okay, so you had your line, and it was the Georgia Vandy. Minus 21 and a half. Minus 21 and a half. He's not going to take this one, and I will never do an Alabama one during the year because we don't like doing that. But the game that I chose the line on is Auburn and Oregon. Okay. Some had them at four. I took it at three and a half. Auburn given three and a half. Okay. Even though Oregon's ranked higher. In some polls. In some polls. Not mine. Even though some prognosticators or talking heads on TV have picked Oregon to win this game. Everybody's got an opinion. I think, and I can't believe I'm saying this, I'm agreeing with you. I think Auburn will win by double digits. Well, you've gotten smarter in two weeks. Well, I just I call it like I see it. But I will to have a caveat because I'm not an Auburn fan. Okay. Bo Nix cannot hurt the offense or hurt drives. Isn't that what I was trying early, to say? Early in the game. Early in the game. I think say? Auburn will settle in. Their speed will take over, and Auburn will wear them down. And I'll go ahead and tell you this, too. I'll say it now. Beginning of the season, Auburn is my dark horse to be in the national championship. Okay, you're setting me up for something. I'm just telling you. Auburn is that good this year. If Bo Nix matures at the level of lightning speed, and he may come out and be refined as Joe Montana this first game and if he is I'm going to tell you something Auburn's going to shoot through everybody well I've got the uh, Ford Fusion gassed up for the Victory Tour 2019 and I'm going to all of them as long as we win all of them so who does Auburn play first they got Oregon in Dallas Dallas game two is I think we play Tulane 
And I'm assuming that's in Auburn. Come on, man. Y'all, I'm, I'm, Come y'all, y'all, y'all on, y'all man. Y'all could do home and homes with Tulane. Come no. on, man. Game three is who? I don't know. Another cupcake. Okay. So then you start getting But we go SEC. to Gainesville. Getting SEC play. That'd we be go, a good. Nah, not, no, I don't we go, I Do you know the last time I was in Gainesville? Sleepy Franks made me sick. Do you know the last time I was in Gainesville? Um, For a football game? Was Patrick Nix quarterback? 1995. Pat Nix to Frank Sanders. I knew it. I knew it. They were number one in the country. Um, the old ball coach. I know you saw this picture. The 2010 National Championship game last time. Last and first time, Auburn played Oregon. Mm-hmm. Did you see the picture I'm talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Cam Newton was in the stand celebrating. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. And, yeah. and you young Bo. Yeah. The little kid. That yeah, was in isn't the that weird? Room. Yeah, that's... I mean... That's weird. That is the first. That's a cool picture. And last time they played him, and now that young yeah. kid's going to be starting quarterback. That's wild, isn't it? I mean, can you imagine how That's he's going to feel? Imagine how his daddy his feels. His dad. You know, I, like, and, and, and I'm not trying to, I'm not guaranteeing this. I'm going to be in the tailgating group for a while with Pat Nix. And I'm going to see if he'll call in next Thursday just to kind of talk about the emotions that you just mentioned, watching your kid play, and of course, he being a coach, he's going to evaluate him. I mean, if, but if I, if I'm going to try to get, I'm going to try to see if he'll call in next Thursday, and just kind of talk about some of. Them. I think it's really cool. Ex Auburn player, so has that perspective. Yep. Current coach and and state championship coach back yep. to back, back to back. Yeah, because yeah. they beat with Tumpka first year. I was at yep. that game. Yep. When Bo was a junior, and then now his son is the starting. Quarterback at Auburn, the first time since 1946. I think that's right. That a true freshman yep. has started that's at Auburn. Right. Yep. And that's really has a chance, in my opinion, Auburn does, a dark horse chance, but a chance. Dark horse right now, and the only, because the only question mark in my mind, but wouldn't it be great if he was the first to be the 80s, something like that? A true freshman quarterback has won a national championship. Isn't the guy a senator or something now? He played for... I don't know. I mean, the guy last year did it in Nebraska. Trevor Lawrence did it last year. Oh, yeah. He was a true freshman. Yeah. Are you still concussed from the game? Uh, (laughs) No, sir. He was 18 years old. Sunshine. I want to try to block... Sunshine. I want to try to block that game out if I could. You're just not ever going to let me forget it. Sunshine. I had a gold, and you were like... Well, I'm I'm circling. This isn't happening. He is not serving this up (laughs) away. I full on Mac and Road that for you. <laughs> Running down some other conference uh, matchups being played. I think they're Memphis. Don't sleep on Memphis. Memphis is going to beat them outright. You're I agree. Here. You're I agree. Here. I agree. Here. Oh, Miss is horrible. Toledo and Kentucky. Mm, I think Kentucky will win that one. Uh, Cavassier Smoke been getting a lot of. He's from Alabama with Tumka. Saw him play several years up there. Is he the uh, running back? Yes. And he's with who? Kentucky. Kentucky. Is he going to play? He's going to be legit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'll he'll, I, he'll play. Uh, he'll make some noise by the time he's a junior senior. You'll you'll hear his name. Border war, border war, South Carolina, North Carolina. Who you think? South Carolina has the better team, and I said this last week. I don't believe leading your program is just. I'm not saying North Carolina's got the Mac he, factor. He's a he's a. I mean, I think. He, I mean, he just doesn't. He doesn't scare me. Muschamp doesn't scare me. Well, you know, they got they got. Mac Brown back, so they got the Mac factor. Yeah, Mac the knife. So who knows? But I still think South Carolina. South Carolina's going to win that game, and they probably do. They play Clemson. Auburn people don't. Well, they don't think that. <laughs> we got a tough one. I don't think it's a yeah, tough I do South have a tough Carolina. Schedule. Georgia State, Tennessee this weekend. Tennessee's going to rocky top that one. You would have to assume Arkansas and Portland State could be a shootout. 
Is Arkansas's mom letting them play this year? According to our guys, they're not. According to our guys, they're not. Josh and Robert hit that on Man, the head. That was great. That one. I'm going to the Pac-12. Okay. Georgia, <laughs> Georgia Southern, LSU. Oh, that won't be close. It'll be a long afternoon for Georgia Southern. That won't be close. I think LSU is going to be really good. I think I, I didn't believe in them. I didn't believe in in Burrow. Joe Burrow. He made a he he's he's not he's a pretty good football player. You're seeing something different than what I see out of him. I think he's a pretty good football player. You're seeing something different. I like him. Who's Troy got this week? Did you look that up? Uh, I did not. I just stayed in conference. Missouri, Wyoming. Ooh. Wyoming has not been all that good. In years past, which they did have a WS Neal player on their team a decade or so ago. That a score posted. Thank you, Mark the Shark. A and M up fourteen zero into the first quarter. What is the uh, what's the Clemson score? Has anybody got that? Clemson Georgia Tech. And I'm the, assuming they've picked kicked by now. Mississippi State Louisiana. Uh, State ought to win that. Yeah, everybody's getting kicked off. Florida, of course, off this weekend, but everybody getting some action. Georgia Vanderbilt. One of them's going to put a win in the. The conference column, and somebody's going to put a loss. I got a feeling of, which I've already, I'm out there. I'm going dogs. What else? Next week, next Thursday, yeah. uh, we will be set up. Once again, we'll, we'll kind of get it around Coach Nix, Pat Nix. If we can okay. get him to call in, That'd we will great. certainly spend as much time with him as we can. We are going to take some call-ins from some viewers next week. We have one from uh, one special caller who is on tap. I won't reveal too much at the moment but is uh set to call in and going to share comments and opinions and we look forward to that and for all of all of you that interact with us here on facebook or our youtube wherever you may be watching it if you want to call in we'll get the uh, phone number posted up and we'll be in a position next week to take some phone calls and hear your thoughts talk about the previous game opinions. talk about yeah, the upcoming whatever you game, want to talk about. whatever you want to talk about we're we, talk about let's let's give them half the show let's do let's yeah. give them half the show yeah. next week let's do it. let's get let's i want to i want to hear score. what other people say Clemson 21-0 Clemson really did just score again <laughs> you love Man. that got some birthdays before we get out of here you have yeah. a bunch of them i have a bunch of them you may go first yeah go first my daughter was on tuesday the 27th mm-hmm. my mother was yesterday on the 28th and my dad is today on the 29th I'm broke as a joke hitting the Dallas, Texas. <laughs> you better hit an old well when you get out there. Bam. Stop in Louisiana and get one of them casinos. Ah. And then my baby girl, middle child, Molly Elizabeth Burnham, turns 14 today. And the big one four. The big one four. And her sister surprised her coming in from college. They don't have practice tomorrow. And uh, they're out eating right now. And they said they were going to try to watch the show while they were out having her little birthday party at Coach's Corner. So. There in Wetumpka on the river. So, happy birthday, Molly. Love you. Happy birthday to all of the Jennings clan. Look at here. Lindsay. Two-time national champ and number two in my poll as we speak, UCF up 41-0 over FAMU. Them ratless. That game ratless. not at the half yet, by the way. Wow. UCF's got it rolling down there. So, there'll be a lot of shakeup in the polls next week. I, and I, I was on record, and you know, I'm a fair person. Are they going to jump Clemson? No. I didn't say that. Okay. I had Auburn four, Oregon five. The loser goes way back. The what? winner the winner goes to three. The, this one will go back for a while. If it loses, then it, it has a chance to come It'd back. It'd have a chance to come back. Yeah, yeah, but the loser of that game is going back. The winner, the winner of that game. Does that scare you a little bit if Oregon loses? And they probably real. I mean, if I'm smart enough to figure it out. Yeah. 
you don't think those coaches hadn't figured it out. So do you, does that scare you a little bit, knowing that essentially first game out of the block, their their chances for making the playoff is on the line? Does yeah, that scare you as yes, an opponent? Yes. That's why I, yeah. I prefaced it by saying that. They've got to win. Yeah. Oregon's got to win. That's yeah. dangerous. Yeah. They'll, they'll, be, they'll be holding nothing back Saturday. That's going to be the best game of the weekend by far. Well, game day's there. Are they really? Yep. I hadn't known. I've, yep. been, I've been working so much and in a yep. cave. So, uh, okay, there's the number to call. Uh, I can, what's that? 251-260-8600. So that's War Eagle Roll Tide. Put that in your phone. Write that down somewhere. Next week, after the special call, or maybe before the special call, according to time, or maybe around the special call, we're going to take phone calls from y'all. We're going to recap weekend's events. And then we want to hear what you've got to say. Also, uh, another little nugget out there. If you'll go to the website, mm-hmm. Ken, is that the uh, War Eagle Roll Tide website or Bossman Productions website? Uh, War Eagle Roll Tide.com. Go to the website. There'll be a quick little information screen that'll come up. We want to get your email address, contact information. We're going to have a little uh, blog newsletter going out periodically throughout the year. I have some different little promos and stuff on it. You'll want to you'll go and get that filled out to keep up to date and, and see what's going on because you never can tell. You just never can tell what we may have out there for you to participate in. But uh, did, did, we get, done. did we get an invite from the SEC short guys? That's what it I heard. Was, it was hard for me to hear sometime. And, gonna, I, and I, I either heard what I wanted to hear or they actually said it. Winning. So I'm going to be in their office Monday. Okay. Uh, that's what I heard. Do I need to update my headshots? We, 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 <laughs> we were invited. So uh, I think when I said Cole Kublik, kind of, okay, you're in. I I, they look fairly young, so they may not have been born whenever uh, Mini Me, they, they may not have gotten the Mini Me reference. Hopefully they did. Yeah, we can uh, review the top five for those that may not have been with us last week. Top five. Going into the season, and this will be fluid. Unlike most pollsters, I'm a fair guy. I will put people where they rightfully deserve to be. And it's, it is it is not what have you done for me the past five years, the past ten years, what your traditional uh, position may be. Thanks, what Timmy are, Wiggins. It is what you are doing now. Gas on the fire. Number one, Clemson. Seriously? They're only up 28 to nothing. UCF is up 41 to nothing. Well, I'm coming to UCF. Uh-huh. And here's the split. Clemson won the mythical exhibition season championship, beating Bama, what was it, 58 to 7 or 59 40, to 6? It was 44 16. It was worse than that. Okay. Uh, two, and they are the two time defending regular season champion. I haven't lost in two years, UCF. Three, I have Oklahoma. They have the best quarterback in the country. Oklahoma number three, Auburn four, Oregon five. But the loser of that game is out for a while. Winner's moving up. Only because whoever wins that game will have the best win of the year to date. So you're throwing that winner up above Clemson? No. I'm just saying that would put them above Oklahoma if Oklahoma gets it done this weekend. Because Oklahoma has no merit. These other two teams are championship winners. Clemson, UCF. They're going to be one and two until somebody beats them. And that's fair. Your logic frightens me. That's fair. I can't process it. But I'm watching a lot of teams. I'm going to watch Alabama. Uh, I'm going to watch the Ohio State Buckeyes. I'm going to continue to watch LSU. 
Texas A&M. <laughs> I think Texas A&M has a chance. When you said Ohio State, it reminded me when they were doing the big one of the Big Ten at the end. He said, we have... I can't, I'm not even trying to talk in that voice. Urban Meyer, and he starts rattling off, and the guy walks in, and he says, Oh, Steve. <laughs> we can edit this, right, Steve? That's hilarious. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to SEC Shorts and then put in Big Ten hijacks SEC. <laughs> Those guys are hilarious. Well, we are up against a hard break. Uh, it's been another good good night in here in Warga Roll Tide. want to thank our guests from, from SEC Shorts once again. If you haven't seen their stuff, type it into your search bar. Go look at them. You're going to love them. Weekly parodies with all our conference teams. Uh, it's the not-so-serious short for the serious football fan. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, they, it I really mean, is. They, they've, they've been living in our minds for the last 30 years, and Josh Sneed and Robert Clay do a awesome, marvelous job at that, and, and you really got to watch them because some of the, the, the slight things they say in there are, are really are, is really heavy comedy if you follow SEC and SEC football. It's, 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 it's hilarious. So uh, be sure to... Get in there and watch those guys and give them some clicks and views. It's here. Open the day is upon us. Do what you do. Tailgate. Get the fam. Get the friends. Get the fire. Whatever. Stay off the roof. (laughs) Have a big time. I'm starting the victory tour this weekend. I'll get back, have a report, see if it's still in effect for week two. And uh, the Lord willing, we'll do it all again, all over again next Thursday night, 7 p.m.-ish. want to thank Ken James, executive producer. T-Bone, you be careful when your travel's back, and I'm sure I'll get a couple of hundred texts from you sometime over the weekend. You will. War Eagle. Roll Tide. We'll try better next time.